Welcome to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. This is Derek. I'm Todd. And today we're going to be um, we're going to be doing a playthrough of a game, which is something that uh, throughout the season we're going to try and introduce a little bit. Uh, this game is called House of Danger. It's like a choose your own ending, choose your own adventure, choose your own adventure thing for those that are my age or twist the plot. But yep. I think some, uh, um, some Goosebumps books were like this for people my age. Yeah, Netflix did a did a season or did a a um, whole walkthrough on it. So I'm basically going to be narrating this story to Todd, and he's going to be making uh, he's going to be playing through the story and making the decisions. Right. I've literally never played this before. I've this played is, it once. Derek um, is going to be totally um, doing everything on this. I'm just going to be responding for all intents and purposes. I'm the DM. Todd's the player. You are Dungeon Master. Alright, but but what's the game about? Uh, it's about a psychic detective, an aspiring psychic detective who uh, has a nightmare and mm -hmm. is trying to get to the bottom of his nightmare. Right, and just to give you a brief synopsis, um, the game does come with uh, a picture that you basically have to memorize and or refer back to, I guess, at certain points. Uh, I to think try and figure out. Look at it the one time. Uh, the, all right. It's on the other side of this playthrough board, which has a right. scale and a dungeon meter for Todd. I've looked at it, and we shall see how well I fare upon this quest. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Chapter one: The grounds. Mm -hmm. It's a Tuesday morning in late June, and you wake up in a cold sweat. Mm -hmm. The nightmares came again last night. Even though you are an aspiring detective and psychic investigator, you haven't been able to make sense of the haunting dreams you've had these past few weeks. In your dreams, you keep seeing the same spooky house. You're still shivering under the covers when you hear the phone ring downstairs in your basement. Right. Uh, where you have your combination office and research laboratory. You, okay. da you dash down to the lab to answer it. I need, I need, a weak voice says when you pick up the receiver. I need your help. You hear a loud click, and the phone goes dead. Hello? Hello? <laughs> but you were prepared. While the caller was talking, you activated your high-speed telephone tracking device. It instantly displays the caller's number, 555-7259. You call back the number right away, but there's no answer. After consulting the tall stack of reverse phone books behind your desk, you are disappointed to learn the number is unlisted. You sense that the phone call is somehow related to your nightmares. Later, while at the Hedgebrook police station to return a night scope you borrowed for a recent stakeout, you describe the mysterious phone call and your recurring dream to your friend, Sergeant Morrison. That call does sound strange, she says. We'll look into it. And about that house in your dreams, a voice says from the hallway. I wonder if you're dreaming about the Marsden house out on Hedgebrook Road. Detective Murphy sticks his un or sticks his mustache faced into the room. Modern house, ornate gate. That sounds like the Marsden place, all right, says Sergeant Morrison. <clears throat> Strange things are reported to happen out there. Detective Murphy takes a puff on his pipe. That place is haunted, he says. I know it sounds unprofessional, but I've had a file <laughs> on the Marsden house for years, and I'm sure of it. He waves a folder in front of your eyes, and a phone number written on the front jumps out at you. It matches the one from your mysterious phone call. So the call is related to your nightmares. Your psychic senses were right. So now you draw clue number 26. From this deck of clues, find clue number 26. They're in numerical order. Okay. 
All right. Let's see here. And clue number 26 is, shall I read it or are you going to read it? Uh, that's all you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, clue number 26, the ground. Yeah, you have to flip it over. No, I understand that. I was, <laughs> I was trying to put these away. <clears throat> Get inside the Marsden house. Uh, okay, it's a story. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Back at home, you grab a bottle of water and your trusty pocket knife, preparing you for a new investigation. Half an hour later, you stand before the Marsden residence, which appears exactly as it did in your nightmares. The house's futuristic look is a strange contrast to the antiquated appearance of the stone wall and the wrought iron gate, which is locked shut and wrapped in steel chains. Even though the air is balmy, a chill travels down your spine. The gathering clouds on the horizon hint at a brewing summer thunderstorm. If you uh, so now you have two options. Do you want to search the wall for a way in or climb the gate? I'm gonna search the wall for a way in. Okay, so I need to go to story card thirteen. Moving along the mossy stone wall that surrounds <clears throat> the property, you come across a jagged opening created by fallen rocks, and it's just big enough for you to squeeze through. Once on the other side of the wall, you find yourself standing in a cobblestone plaza surrounded by marble and bronze figures. Most of the sculptures depict men gazing off into the distance as if pondering the deeper meaning of the wall. But the edge of the courtyard is a monumental statue of a man atop a muscular steed. To your right, a stony pathway leads away from the statuary and into a picturesque garden where topiary bushes have been trimmed into whimsical shapes. Do you want to inspect the statue or, or walk towards the topiary bushes? I would like to inspect the statue. All right. Story card four. <laughs> yes. Uh, it just says the end. Oh. So you have already died. Oh, all right. Hold on a second. Okay, so we oh, are. Hold on, hold on. You make it a few steps across the <clears throat> field before you hear a clicking sound from around your feet that freezes you in your tracks. Looking down, you see freshly disturbed earth around your sneakers as though someone had recently buried something there. As you lift your foot to look, click, the reality of the situation becomes clear. You have just stepped on a landmine. What? A noise like thunder infinitely loud rings out, but you never even hear it. Instantly, everything goes black. So you lose a space on the psychic scale, and it looks like we're going to the topiary bushes. <clears throat> All right. I am on the two psychic scale right As now. As opposed to a three. Yeah. You emerge into a clearing. Manicured bushes in the shapes of fish, swans, and rabbits perch atop a well-kept lawn. One larger shrub has been sculpted to look like an outstretched hand with its palm upturned. You see a black handle of some kind sticking up out of one of the fingertips. A brick path winds through the shrubs and splits into two paths in the distance. One of these leads towards a rickety wooden gate flanked by a pair of stone angel statues. The other path leads into an open field across which you can see the front door of the Marsden Manor. Yes, excellent. excellent. Free action. To pull the clue handle out of the bush, or to pull the handle out of the bush, draw clue number five. So you can do that without any penalty. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to do that because apparently I'm going to do clue number five. Yeah, number five. All right. 
The Grounds, Chapter 1. You pull a pair of garden shears from the shrub. They could help you pry something open. Keep this item. Finish story card 15. Alright, so now you have an option. You can walk through the wooden gate, or you can head across the field to the manor's front door. What was the order of my options again? Uh, you can walk to you can walk through the wooden gate. That's what I'm doing. With the wooden gate. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Probably gonna die again, but you know, that's how I roll. But my psychic uh, work is not really working for me. Passing between a pair of stone angels, you enter an old family cemetery. Yes. There is a marble mausoleum in the center of the cemetery. A short set of stairs leads into a shadow, shadowy interior. Next to where you stand, a freshly dug grave yawns in the pale sunlight. It's unsettling to think of climbing into it, but you see something shiny embedded in the dirt wall. Oh, I'm going there. Going there right now, I'm telling you. You're going Just to tell the me. open grave? Yep. That's where you're going? Yep. Okay. Where am I going? Well, it was either the mausoleum or the open no, grave. No, so I'm going the open grave. Okay. I'm, I'm doing the open grave. I see something shiny. I'm like a crow. Without warning, the earthen walls begin to collapse around you, and before you can react, you're up to your waist in dirt. You writhe and twist, trying to escape, but it only causes more soil to cascade down. Soon it's up to your shoulders, then your neck, then your cheeks. You struggle to spit the soil out as it fills your mouth, but within moments you are fully buried. You can only see the dark earth in front of your eyes. Your hand closes around a metal disc, perhaps a coin. You'll never know, though, as the soil fills your lungs and the world wavers and goes gray before finally turning black. Wow. Yep, you have now died twice. Wow. What am I, like, negative, like... No, you can't go negative, so you're at one. All right. All right, so we're going to the mausoleum. All right. Wow. I, I you know what? I would have definitely, like, uh, dug out as I'm being uh, filled in. But, okay. The mausoleum interior feels musty and cool. Something is dripping from the ceiling and landing in the corner with a plink, which is odd, given that it hasn't started raining yet. But you also notice the mausoleum is bigger on the inside than the outside suggested. A stone sarcophagus lies before you in the center of the chamber with the word Marsden carved into it. Yes. It appears that others have been in the mausoleum recently. There's a freshly dug pit to the side of the sarcophagus, and an elaborate tunnel has been dug into the ground beside the nearby wall. You can see that the tunnel is lined with cement. Optional challenge. Search around the wall, search around the sarcophagus. If you win, you draw clue 23. If you lose, you raise the danger meter by 1. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to like uh, work it. You're going to do the optional search challenge? Yes, I am. All right. So roll the dice. You need a 3 or higher. All right. And All I got right. a 5. Nail it. Draw clue 23. Yeah. All right. So I am Oh, shoot. Shoot. Alright. Include 23 is. And I should read this, right? Yeah. Alright. Large wooden dowel. Mm. You find a large wooden dowel. Your psychic senses tell you this is an important item. Keep this item. Move forward one space on the psychic scale. Finish story card five. All right, so you have, you have another optional challenge. All right. To remove the stone lid of the sarcophagus. If you win, you draw clue 16. If you lose, the danger meter raises by two. 
No, I'm not going to do it because because I I, I get no, I'm not going to do it. You're not doing that no, one. No, 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 not going to do it. All right. So, do you want to climb into the pit or travel through the tunnel? I'm going to climb into the pit. I'm big into climbing into pits and graves and everything else. Apparently. Yeah. Story card sixteen. Mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. Did we already play story card sixteen? Not that I'm aware of now. Yes, we did. What? Without warning, the earthen walls begin to collapse around you before you can. Oh, this is ridiculous! <laughs> so, what do I go back one? Yep, you're back one here. Man. All right, so it looks like we're going through. All right, this is like all safe. This is like a safety kind of game. I'm just going to pick the safe route from now on. You creep through the darkness and find the cement walls and the natural stone earth begin. Occasional vents to the surface let in just barely enough light to see by. Ahead, you glimpse the warm firelight of torches. You come to a fork in the tunnel lit by dancing flame. One tunnel descends deeper and is half filled with water. You could swim through it, but you can't see where the tunnel leads or how far it goes. Another tunnel looks partially caved in. Tiny clumps of earth periodically fall from the ceiling as you approach this tunnel, <clears throat> and several of the supports that hold the walls up have gaping cracks in them. Whatever's the safer route, that's what I'm going, uh, because they're, they're, that's what they're like pointing towards. All right, so you either dive into the water-filled tunnel or explore nope. the partially collapsed tunnel. The, the ladder. Alright, partially collapsed tunnel. Yep. <laughs> Story card 16. The walls cave in around you. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. It said go to story card 16 again. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Alright. I got a real problem with how they how they map this out. Alright, All right, so, so I so I I've I've suffocated like three times. We're so far. going into the water field. Game. Yeah, alright. Alright. Mustering all the courage you can, you dive into the watery tunnel. There is just enough room in the tunnel above the water for you to lift your head between strokes and take a breath. Eventually, the tunnel drops lower and lower until it's completely submerged underwater. You hold your breath, dive down, and look around. After about 30 feet, the tunnel opens up into a, a bigger body of water, a pond or pool with sunlight beaming into it. You pop up for air. Well, I've come this far, you think. You're ready to chance it. You take a deep breath and dive back down. You get 10 feet in, 15 feet in, 20 feet in. Just as you're about to exit the underwater tunnel, something tugs at your leg. You can't tell if it's an animal or if you're caught in an underwater vine. Required challenge. Fight to escape. Dr win. Draw clue 20. Lose. Raise danger meter by 4 and try again. So you need a 3 or higher to win. If you lose, that goes up, and you need a four or higher to win. <clears throat> Either way, you have to win this, so. Or I die again for, like, the fourth time. Oh, no, you're going to roll until, <laughs> I mean, you roll until, uh. All right, you ready? Yep. The thing, whatever it is. Well, you have to roll. Oh, what am I rolling for? Uh, you need a three or higher to win this challenge. Oh. And one. All right. One, two, three. Try again. Now you need a four or higher. That's a six. I'll six. count it. All right. All right. So you won. Now read clue 20. All right. So clue 20. The thing, whatever it is, wraps more tightly around your leg. It's pulling you down. Another tendril. 
or tentacle slides around your neck. You pry it off. And with the last of your strength, you give a powerful kick and you're free. Just like that, the thing is gone. You emerge into a swimming pool with a lush pool house next to it. Does it tell me what card to go to? Say what card to go to? Lower danger meter by two and go to story card 23. All right. It's obvious that nobody has cleaned the pool in ages. The water is a murky green and the surface is littered with leaves and branches. Ripples pulse outward from the center of the pool. Out of nowhere, you hear a commotion. You look around and wonder if it's coming from the inside or from inside the pool house nearby. Then you see movement on top of a gazebo in the distance. Someone or something is engaged in a struggle out there. Maybe they need your help. Then again, if you offer assistance, you might end up needing help yourself. Optional challenge. Investigate the ripples in the pool. Win. Lower danger meter by two and draw clue eight. Lose. Raise danger meter by two and you may try again. So this is completely optional. All right, so I can uh, uh, investigate the ripples. ripples. The That's what I want to do. Okay, so you need a three or higher. Nailed it. All right, so this goes all the way back down. Draw clue number eight. Oh, clue number eight. Clue number eight. <laughs> all right, clue number eight is... <clears throat> You walk down the steps into the water and see what's making the waves. A strange, whirling metal sphere, slightly bigger than a softball. You impulsively grab it. The sphere vibrates in your hand. There are two buttons on it. You press one, nothing happens. You press the other button, the sphere continues to vibrate. Instinctively, you press both buttons at the same time. The sphere stops moving and begins to glow. Draw clue number 21. Okay, draw clue number 21. All right, let's back, see. Um, when you use them, just keep them out. Oh, I was putting them back. That's, yeah. It's, in order. Yeah, that's fine. Right. Well, now I you, now you made me forget. I think you're supposed to keep them out. Clue 21, I believe you mean. Yeah. So you want me to keep them out from now on? Yeah, whatever. I think there's supposed to be a discard file, but we don't necessarily play by the rules. Yeah. Never play by the rules. Never. All right. Whirling Metal Sphere. Your psychic senses tell you this is an important item. Keep this item. Move forward three spaces on the psychic scale. Oh, very nice. Yes. Finish story card 23. All right, so you keep that out. All right. Yeah, it says, right, it well, says gonna... keep and keep it. All right. All right, so do you want to go to the pool house or to the gazebo where uh, you saw the commotion? I'm going to go to the pool house because being logical makes no sense in this game. So okay. I will go to the pool house. You can tell that the pool house was once quite luxurious. Uh -huh. It contains half a dozen private rooms with showers as well as an ornate mahogany bar in the common area. Mm -hmm. It must have been fun to hang out in this place in its glory days. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Those thoughts fade as the sound of disturbance erupts from the top of the gazebo in the distance. You, you now... 
and now you can hear a lone violin playing a soothing melody. Alright, so either uh, you go to the gazebo, where you saw the commotion, which would have been the previous choice, or you uh, go investigate the violin. Violin. I don't really care. I'm not caring anymore. I'm, I'm being... Follow me. Alright, you move further and further toward the hypnotic sound of the distant violin, yes, the which violin. is oddly calming and uplifting, mm -hmm. even as the winds increase around you. Oh. You notice there is a driveway up in the distance, but before you get there, you arrive at a horse stable with an open gate. Inside, sitting on a stool, is the source of the violin music. A chimpanzee playing his heart out. A soulful expression on his face. Can I kill a chimpanzee? <laughs> uh, the chimp is fully committed to the music. You have never heard such an emotional performance. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Still want to kill a chimpanzee. Alright, so now you can either leave the stable and run to the driveway or tiptoe through the gate to experience the full power of the performance. I'm going to go for the ladder and tiptoe through the gate for the performance. Alright, you tiptoe through the open gate, eager to hear the, fu the finale of the chimp's yes, violin piece. Yes. Quietly, quietly. With your third step, you trigger a motion sensor light that completely illuminates the interior of the building. Apparently, this is no stable. It's a kennel. Twenty Doberman Pinchers were peacefully enjoying the concert, but now they glare at you with anger in their eyes. The chimp frowns and slowly points his violin bow toward you. The Dobermans respond and rush to attack you and then eat you alive. The last thing you see is the chimpanzee violinist laughing at your fate. So embarrassing. Alright, so it looks okay, like... Okay, this is, this is insane. So I'm going to do the most, you know... Self-centered decisions going forward. <laughs> so from now on, that's that's exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> this is crazy. Like there should be a back and forth. All right, but go ahead. Right. Where am I now? Right, so, uh, so I'm back at the, the the option of the going to the stable and no. listening to the stupid no, nonsense. No, no, uh, I still want to kill that monkey. Can I have kill that monkey like her? I want to kill the monkey later. The only way to get to the monkey is to go through all the. I'm okay with poisoning their food. That's okay with me. All right. So obviously they're out, fucking. Only they're crazy. Right now is to go up the driveway. All right. So I'm going up the driveway. You appear in a driveway, which leads you to the mansion's entrance. Yes. On the door is a plaque that reads Marsden and a large crystal door knocker, which seems newer than everything else in the front of the building. You knock loudly, many times, but there is no answer. No, I'm going to break the window. I'm going to go in the, on a window. I'm not going to knock the door. The storm is really picking up now. You try the doorknob and are surprised to find that the door is unlocked. You've been lucky enough so far, but you wonder if you've missed something. Before you enter the house, you look back. You can see a few clear paths. One leads towards a statuary, another to a small cemetery. Two more paths stretch out towards a watery ditch with a gate and the house's luxurious pool. You could go back and explore if you want. So you can go and tr try and explore and get find more items, or we can end chapter one. It's up to you. I'm gonna go to the uh, statuary. Statuary. Yes. Oh, hold on. Let me read you the options. Oh. If you head to the statuary, raise danger meter by two and go to story card four. If you head to the cemetery, raise danger meter by two and go to story card twenty one. If you head to the ditch, raise. Okay, so either way, if you want to continue, you raise the danger meter by two. All right, I'm going to go to the statuary, and where am I going on the second meter? Nowhere. Nowhere. All nowhere. Right. All nowhere. right. Nowhere as all of right. yet. I'm going to be... A, yeah, all right. All right. The horse... 
Oh, I think I screwed up a little bit earlier with that landmine thing. Yeah. So I'm going to give you one point back because I'm pretty sure I screwed that up and okay. the wrong card earlier. Oh, all right. All right. So the horse, because remember you were originally going to go check out the horse statue? Yeah. That's this card. So oh, okay. I totally, I totally screwed up earlier. Okay. All right. My bad. No problem. The horseman is a dashing, bearded Civil War soldier. His bronze face stoic, he holds out a cavalry saber toward the brooding sky. The sword's, the sword's edge glints in the weak sunlight that penetrates the thickening clouds above. The sword looks almost new. At the base of the statue is a plaque that proclaims this as a, more, as a memorial to Henry Marsden. The plaque reads, Henry Marsden, born 1839, died 1887, general in the Union Army during the Civil War, severely wounded at the Battle of Shiloh in 1862, appointed warden of Hedgebrook Prison in 1880. To your left is the entrance to a hedge maze. To your right is a graying picket fence with a rickety wooden gate. You can see two stone angel statues and beyond them, a cemetery. Optional challenge, search the monument's base. Win, draw clue 18, lower or lose, raise danger meter by one. Searching the statuary base. What do I need to get? Uh, you need a three or higher. Nailed it. So draw clue 18. All right, let's see. Alright. Bonus story choice. When you inadvertently press a hidden switch, the statue slides to one side, revealing a cement passage. Place the new story choice below at the bottom of story card 4. This option may be considered when you are ready to make your choice. Okay, let me see that. Alright. Alright, so you now have another optional challenge. Find the statue to examine the saber. Oh, definitely doing that. Alright, so you have Which to... I'll probably it. die on. Uh, you need to roll and get a three or higher. Nailed it. Draw clue number two. Yes. Number yes. two. Number two. The grounds. Chapter one. Cavalry saber. The saber comes loose in your hand. It's heavy and quite sharp. Your psychic senses tell you this is an important item. Keep this item. Move forward two spaces on the psychic scale. Ah, very nice. Finish story card four. All right. So you can go to the hedge maze, the cemetery, or your bonus story choice here. You can check to see where the hidden passage leads. Well, cemeteries and I do not get along well together, so I'm going to go to well, the yeah, hidden already, passage. Yeah, you've already been to the cemetery. Yeah. All right, so we're going to story card 28. Yes! Woohoo! Yeah! We're going to story card 28! Uh, oh. We played story card 28. Oh, and what was that? I um, probably died in it. Uh, it's the one where you can explore the waterfall tunnel or go to the partially collapsed tunnel. Oh. So, you know what? Since we've done that already, and you you know where it goes, do you want to try the hedge maze? Since you, I don't think you ever went to the hedge maze, you went to the cemetery already. I shall go to the hedge maze. I shall go to the hedge maze. All right, and we'll pick up with the hedge maze next time as we play through House of Danger and finish Chapter 1. Yes, yes. This has been Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. I'm Todd. 
Remember to like us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. <laughs> Bu- Instagram? Bu- Buzzsprout. I said Instagram. What? Buzzsprout, Google Play, iTunes. I think that's it. Did I say Facebook? I think I said and Facebook. And Facebook. And remember, normal, normal is the new boring. boring. Yes. Thank you.